Hello and welcome to the Potter's Podcasts with a positive we. But hello Ange, welcome to the pod. Well, that's it. We won. We won one nil against a team that might go up. I mean, they've got a good side, haven't they, Watford? I think Watford will win the league. I know you're laughing at me, but I think Watford will win the league. I don't know where you're getting this from, though, Hans. You've been pretty woeful apart from the opening game. Trust me. Yeah, but you said this about um, who was it? Who did you say was going to win the Women's World Cup? I thought I said Spain would win. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> your prediction was Germany. How, did, how far did they get? It wasn't Germany, really. Yeah, your prediction was Germany, yeah. Well, I got one wrong, which is very rare, so, you know, only boots. <laughs> I was closest with England. We came runners-up. Nothing for being runners-up. You told me that before. Yeah, I know, I know. Which is why you've been second two years in a row for the prediction league. But neither of us have got a point at this moment in time. But we have to give a mention for the England women's team. They've made us very proud. I know they failed on the final hurdle. They didn't play as well as as expected, to be honest. I think they were completely outplayed from the beginning to end. But that that Spain team is... It's somewhat special, isn't it, that Spain team? They've won the every youth level now. Now they've won the Senior World Cup. But we've got to we've got to stay positive that we might be able to come back from this and and see the England women team win it next time. Listen, Spain were the better team on the day. I I remember the Euros when we only just managed to equalise and then beat them. Uh, if you remember, Millie Bright got a header. I thought they deserved to win yesterday. I still think if England would have had our two players that were missing on the pitch, and that is, you know. You've got to look at the injuries we've had. And I thought most people wouldn't have given them a chance of getting past the quarter-final. So from that respect, it's a win. But getting so close and not performing well on the day is a pain. But we have to move on. There'll be thousands upon thousands of kids now throughout the, the world wanting to be professional footballers. And that only is, that's only good for the game. It's fantastic for the game. And hopefully next time we'll have a couple of female Stoke players. Well, we, had one, we had one in the squad, Hannah Hampton, who uh, started her life at Stoke and wasn't a keeper and then went in goal one day for Stoke and never came out. And um, I'm delighted for Hannah, Hannah. She's now at Chelsea. Uh, she deserves every success. Yep, a second that. There is good news that's come out of this weekend and Stoke won and beat the team that you think is going to win the league. I don't know where you're getting that from. But what a result. We beat them 1-0. Possession-wise... 59-41, we had 13 shots to their 10, shots on target they had 3, we had 2, corners we had 2, they had 1, and fouls we won again, we're 21-10, we're, we're, we're dominating the foul league, aren't we, Ange? Well, yeah, it's not probably what we'd want to dominate, but I would say, though, is Blackburn have been absolutely We kept it calm, didn't we? And that, that was the thing. And we've got a new hero growing here, Ange, and it is Vidigal, who scored again on the 53rd minute. An outstanding yeah, what lad. What a goal. Outstanding goal. I've, I've got to be honest, this is a player that... Uh, we've got an hero in the making here, Ange, haven't we? A bit, nobody expected this for half a million. No, the biggest thing will be keeping him for very long. 
while we've got him, let's enjoy him. I mean, the goal was class. Um, I thought the team did very well. He changed the formation. Thought we on on balance of play. I thought we edged it. So yeah, but that goal was a bit special. Well, it was a goal to deserve to win any game, wasn't it, Andrew? It was that special. And I, to be honest, I really enjoyed the way we played. I thought, I, I never thought I'd want to see the free at the back come back, but I think it did work. I, I don't like Wilmot in that position, I will be honest. I thought it worked out quite well. I mean, we nullified them on many occasions. And I think McNally was shone, which put Vinigal obviously shone as a striker who's partnered up with Wesley, wasn't he? But we'll go into the player 18s because we deserve to go through it. Travis in goal. He didn't have a lot to do, but what he did uh, was make that save, and uh, so I'm giving him a seven. He's getting a he's getting a solid eight from me. I thought he he controlled the game well when he come back to him. Yeah, he didn't have a lot to do action wise because we completely nullified Watford. But I thought that save at the end was vital to be honest because you know if that was Bonham it would have been 1-1 wouldn't it simple as that I like how he stewards the defence he's a talkie which I like I've always liked a vocal goalkeeper I'll be honest but he's not afraid of it on his feet is he? No I don't actually think his goal kicking was great on Saturday it didn't reach many people with it. his goal kicks but yeah the save was outstanding and, and he kept the ball out the net yeah, that's the one for me. And if you all remember well, Gordon Banks couldn't take a, a kick either. Not comparing them, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, it's one of them. So now we move into McNally. I thought McNally had a, a great game. I thought, well, he was excellent. And so um, I'm going to give him an eight. Uh, I'll go with a nine for McNally. He was very impressed with him. I think this is a very talented young fender, this lad. Um do you, reckon, do you reckon we could get him permanently if anything happens? What do we reckon? I'm already liking him that much. <laughs> I like him and I think it would be a good player for us to have, but whether we'll get him or not, it's a, a bit way down the road for that. But I thought he was, I thought he was the best player yesterday. So he's your man of the match? He is. Oh, I see. So he... it was a proper centre-half performance for me. He's second to man of the match. Then we move into a bloke who was a bit dodgy last week, but I don't know this week, Rose. Uh, listen, I didn't think the performance was brilliant. I thought we were average, uh, but we changed the shape to make certain giving him a seven. Uh, I'll, I'll go in light. I'll agree. I'll go with a seven. But does he know how to use his head, Ange? He was okay. He did what he had to do. I thought the team were pretty average, and I think that was because they changed the shape and they had to do that because he wanted to negate what what could be good at. So. For me, it's just an average seven. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, I'm not rating him at the moment. He seems to be terrified of using his head. He, there's there's no special about him, is there? He, he seems... There's got to be a big step up from him if we're going to keep, keep hold of him because McNally's come in and really impressed in his first game. He's a steady defender, Rose is, but... I don't think we're going to get anything special from him, from the looks of it. He doesn't, no, he doesn't no, like I him. Agree. I don't think I he's a long-term option, is he? I think you've just brought him in. Because, honestly, I think we're still looking for another centre-back. So, whoever comes in will probably be a left-sided defender, which I'm hoping. And then, 
we can move Wilmot to the right, maybe McNally in the middle and the new centre-back playing in that position. So Rose is just in at this moment to be a backup. I, I, it's the only thing I can see. We'll stick with him. Right, now, Ben Wilmot. I thought Ben Wilmot was probably our second-best defender. I thought he, came, he was much better than the last time we played. I didn't think he played well last week, but uh, he defended well. He did, his passing wasn't great, but he defended well. He's getting a seven off me again. Another, yeah, I'll go with a steady seven as well. I thought he did. He did well defensively. I can't knock him at all. I just don't like him on that side. I'm sick of saying it, but I don't. I don't like him playing on the left. He was adequate yesterday, which is which shocked me really. Because whenever we play against a quick team, we've got a bit of nous about him. He tends to get caught on his left side, but he did all right yesterday. He did his job properly. Passing was a bit wayward. I'll be honest, but. He didn't have a lot of feed on, to be honest. He, he was trying his best, but, you know, I, I didn't think Stevens dropped back enough, but let's be honest, he is 46, so Stevens is going to struggle at that. <laughs> Good performance. I, I'll, I'll give that from Wilmot. And now we move into a new position for Hoover, which I really like him in. It's a right winger, midfielder, Hoover, Dyson, Henry, whatever you want to call him. Well, I didn't think he was a ver- defended very well. Uh, and I didn't think he was great going forward. I mean, he was obviously targeted in the second half. They they realised he wasn't in his uh, in his best position. Uh, I thought he drifted around a bit, so I'm giving him a six. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm going to go over five, actually, for, for Dyson, Henry, Uwe. Yeah, defensively, he's very poor. And I can understand why he's moved him up, because I, I think I said to you last week, didn't I, that... Can can he play higher? Well, he's proved yesterday that he can't. Well, not yesterday, Saturday, that he can't. Um, he didn't do his attacking play, but to be fair, he was marked out the game a lot. But that's no excuse for me. I don't care if you marked out the game. You're a good player when you create your own space. That's why you're known. I'm starting to see bits of attitude with him. He was a bit gobby. Yes, marred with certain players around him. You know, he had a poor game. It's not the end of the world. We love him anyway. Thompson. Now, I thought Jordan Thompson, for somebody everybody says can't pass and isn't very good, I thought he was really good uh, yesterday. I thought he did everything he had to do. I was quite impressed. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Um, I'll go on with a seven as well, actually, to be fair, for Thompson. I thought he was good yesterday, but it's not the first time we said that, is it, Angie? He could play next game and he'll be all over the place I, I like him on that right side though or the left side of the three if we play three in the midfield because I do like how he links up but because he was left footed he was struggling to link up with Hoovy which I know isn't an excuse but he seemed I thought his passing was good which is why I gave him a decent mark because I was, I was quite impressed by Thompson and there was a couple of really good diagonal passes to Stevens during the bit at the end of the first half. Yeah, he's done, he's done all right. I tend to say that all the time when, when Thompson plays. He did all right. There's never a, he's amazing, he's going to be this, he's going to be that. He's a player for me that I'd happily let go, in my opinion. Now, skip it, Josh Laurent. I didn't think he was very good. I thought he was quite poor again. He wasn't as poor as last week, but I'm giving him a five. I'm going to follow that up with a four, Ange. I, I thought he was absolutely dreadful, Laurent. I've got to be honest. What is going on with him when he when he doesn't run with the ball? He is probably our worst player. And what is it with the captain's armband? And we we seem to give this captain armband to us dynamic midfielders, and they become dross. 
and it's now happened with Lawrence for two games. I think he looks tired. I, I don't know if it's tired. I just think he looks lethargic, or is it pressure because of the captain's armband? I'm not sure, Could but because it seemed to weigh heavy on Baker because. You know, the, there's an obvious choice that everybody wants, everybody I speak to, anybody who wants Ben Pearson to be captain, and I do too, because I think he's a natural Roy Keane-style leader. Laurent's got to step up. I mean, we can't have, be having all these inconsistent performances. Thompson really had to protect him a lot of that game, yeah. to be honest. And, and everything that went through Laurent just failed. And he, he's got to pick that up. It was a really poor performance, and I'm, I'm not happy with with how he played. Right, now we move into Johnson, a more central midfield role. I think he should have scored at the end of the first half. Uh, some of his passes weren't brilliant, but he'll always give you a steady performance. One of his best games, six for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with a steady six as well, to be honest, because I can't really give anything more, because he was, he was just above average for me. Um, he never gave up. He was always working hard. He tries. Um, he did miss a city. We, we all know that, which we will allow every now and again, especially when we won. You know, he's one of them. But the problem is when we play this flat three, I don't like Johnson when he's got too much to do. No, the, the, the first no. game when he's at Rotherham, he, he just had to finish it off. And then the next game against Ipswich, that was it. Ipswich, he, he was just starved of the ball because we, because we dropped too deep. But when we play him in the central midfield role, he's got he's got too much to do to be effective, which is what I don't like. I don't like him in that central midfield role. But he, but he did all right. He was steady, which is why he gets the six. Now we go on to the man of 46, Ender Stevens. Again, he was average. He didn't do anything too bad. Solid, six for me. I'll go over five for Stevens. I, I don't like him in that position. I'll be honest. I think if we're going to play that style where we're going to play with a midfielder, I'd rather see Tymon play than a Stevens at that point because we know Tymon can cross the ball. Stevens was just knackered after 60 minutes because of running up and down the pitch. He was lucky, really, because Wilmot's had a good day and was covering him because he kept getting caught because he's too old playing that position where he's got bomb up and down the pitch. He's 33 now, isn't he? I'm not, I'm, I've, I haven't been disappointed by Stevens, but you can tell that the energy's gone in him, which is which is obviously because of his age. But I thought he, I thought he was middle of the park for me. He was he didn't do a lot right. He he did what he needed to right, but there was nothing extra, which was for me average. I think average is the, I think <laughs> average is a good word, but it's better average than we've had in the past for a while. Yeah, I'll be honest. Compared to left backs that we've seen including timing on that as well I, I think he is the most steady isn't he and I, I, do, I do like that if you're playing left back he'll do that role if you're playing left wing back he'll try his best but he's going to be limited for what he can do because of his age and and to be honest he's very rusty he didn't play a lot of football last season so I'll give him his due for that he's he's all right he's average he's, I'll take him I, I think we, we could do with a better left back but you know, we've there's other positions on the pitch for me where we need to improve more, including right back if Hoover carries on. Right now we move into Wesley. Did okay, I thought it wasn't particularly sharp, but you wouldn't expect that. Holds the ball up well. Um, six. Um, I'm going to go with another five again, Andrew. I, I thought he held the ball up well. You, you've just said that. 
but there was nothing else to his game was there really uh, every yeah. time the crosses were coming in which were limited I'll be honest he, he was no any of the ball he, 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 I could tell now why he sort of failed in English football he's he's a big man that does have weaknesses like it seems like he he stands a bit too much it reminds me a lot of Kenwyn Jones but when a cross yeah, came yeah, in yeah because when Kenwyn Jones a ball came in he come alive didn't he because he's probably the best head of the ball I've seen to be honest Kenwyn Jones but Wesley he has that laziness about him which could be from where he's from I don't know but I don't know with Wesley. I'm still a bit iffy on the strikers, Ange. What are you on with him? I'm a bit like you. I'm undecided yet. I mean, we've got one bloke who can play across the front positions, and that's Vidigal, but the others I'm not too sure. Yeah, I've not been massively impressed by any of them so far. But then we move into my man of the match, just for the goal alone, I've got to be honest, because there wasn't a lot of exciting stuff, but what a goal in the new hero of Stoke... Vidigal. Yeah, it was a great goal. I didn't think he did a great deal in the game, but when he ever he gets the ball within twenty yards of goal, you know what he's going to do, and he's he's got that quality, hasn't he? Which decided the game on Saturday, and I'm sure it'll decide a few more games. I think we've got to um, we've got to enjoy him while we've got him because I think he's a little bit better than the rest of the players we've got, and I don't think he'll be here for too long. Um, I, I'm going to go on with a. A nine for Vidigal. I mean, the goal alone just just says it all, really. But I agree. We he's a step above everybody else we've got into. It's a really good signing. I've got to be honest for half a million because if if we sell him, you're talking twenty million plus for how well he's been doing. I mean, I know it's early days to be talking about stuff like that, but what a goal! And he won us the game, and that's the difference when you've got a player that can just turn a game like that. Because let's be honest, last season we would have lost that, wouldn't we, Andrew? Yeah, well, we would have drawn it at best. Exactly. Um, and we, you know, I thought we worked really hard and deserved just about to win it. I know, because it was, it, there was not a lot of play that was exciting, was there? But that was enough for me. And it was fantastic. Yeah, so then we go into the substitutions that happened. Rose went off for time, and as a formation change happened on the 69th minute. What did we think of that sub? crosses. I don't think he's got a great place going forward in the Stoke team anymore. Um, six for me. Uh, I'll go over five. I mean, yeah, he, he put a couple of good balls in, but defensively, I thought he was a bit soft. I think he's a player that the manager wants out, really, if he's got a possibility of doing so. Because I've said this about time, and ever, ever since he started breaking into the Stoke team, I don't know where playing him. He's so inconsistent, it, it's frightening, uh, timing. Yeah. I, dis- I don't disagree with you. I think that uh, for some reason uh, he did well for a little while and now he's gone off again. It seems to be the big problem with him. He always has these little stints where he looks amazing and then he fades into like nothing. And it, it's, Insignificance, yeah. It, it's a big shame because at least with Ender Stevens, you know what you're getting. You know that he'll do his defensive duties and he'll try to get up and down the best he can. He's consistent. It being, yeah, it's consistently average, I'll agree, but sometimes that's better than having a yeah. player that one minute can be amazing and the next minute's like cold waters at him. Yeah. So that's me on time. And 
is there any rumours on him going, which we'll talk about later? But I, I've heard nothing about him going. I, I, I'm, I'm of the similar opinion to you that he'll be a backup player this season at best if he stays. I agree with that. And then we had three changes all at once, which we'll go with the first one, which was the man that was shot didn't start, um, Ben Pearson for Thompson. I'm, I'm not 100% sure why he didn't start, other than he wasn't very good last week. Um, when he came on, what did he do really? He ran around, he committed a few fouls, he broke up play six. I'll go over stay five as always. He didn't have a lot of time to get involved in the play, but I didn't agree with that sub Ange because I thought at that time Thompson was our best midfielder. You know I don't massively. Yeah, I, you, I did too. You, you know I don't massively rate Thompson. It's, it comes across quite obvious, really. But yeah. I thought Laurent was poor, and I, and I thought I can't understand why he's taking him off the, instead of Laurent because Laurent was awful. I'll be honest, he was. Yeah, that's he was. the worst I've seen him play in a long time, but. I yeah. thought it was a dodgy sub. Um, then, at the same time, a player that I'm really not not impressed by, and I've got to be honest, and that is Ryan May. Yeah, I'm um, I'm not overly impressed myself. Um, although he looked a bit better this week than he did last week, but a five for me. Uh, I'm going to go for four. And I, I know it, it, I know everyone's going to go, oh, he hates him now and all. I don't hate him because I'm not going to judge him yet because I, I feel like there's a player there but might have to become a right winger or drop a bit deeper, maybe a cam or something because he's not strong enough for this league. We're, we're going to have to get him in the, on the weight time, John. We're going to have to start getting him lifting 100k on a bench. Cause yeah, that would be good, yeah. Because the fact is, he's soft as shit, isn't he? Let, let's be honest. He's it, it, fairly soft, yes, I'll go with that. <laughs> and then the final sub was another player that you know we we hyped up massively, and I'm not seeing anything. And that's Ch- Chiquinho. Well, I thought he was really poor. He just kept running around, didn't he? He, he didn't achieve anything. I think he's poor and he's raw, uh, and I don't see the potential that anybody else has seen in him at the moment. And um, for me, he's getting a five. I'm a four for me again, and I thought he was. I thought honestly, he was woeful. I don't know what he was doing. I tell you doing. what did upset me, Ian. When he did his dying swan act, when a bloke almost blew on him and he went down like he'd been shot. I'm not much for that in a Stoke shirt. No, I'm not as well. I, I think that's why I've, I've gone in with a four. I, but I, I, the problem is I see with him, he seems to be all run, nothing else. The, the, I don't see anything to him, like he's not a clever passer, he isn't bringing other people into play. He just seems like a running... He looks like a runner. That's because that's yeah. all he's doing. He's just running, yeah. and then it, but no one's passing him through. He, he needs to get involved in the game, and I can't understand why there's this hype around him. I, I know why Wolves have signed him because he's quick. Anybody who's quick, people will, especially him, because he is lightning quick. I will be honest, but I'll guarantee this is. I don't know if you agree with this. I said this and got a bit of a backlash for this on the page. He was reminding me of Simmy. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. All run, no, all no, no, all run, nothing else. Yeah. But to be fair, it's a bit harsh on Sim because I think he only played once, didn't he? So I can't really judge. Yeah, and that in, yeah. The subs that weren't used were Bonham, Sadibi, Okabu, Lowe, and Gale. I'm surprised Gale didn't come on instead yeah, of me. I thought he would have brought Gale on, but that might tell you something too. Yeah, so it looks like Gale's going. The overall performance, what are you going with? 
I'll go six. I'll go six because it was. I'll be. I'll be honest. It was awful. But the goal was fantastic. But I liked the performance. I liked how we managed the game. I think we got it right. I think the team selection was right at the beginning. I, th I thought we did okay. The only, <clears throat> the only issues I will. Uh, we're going to go into next with Alex Neal. Referee, what are you giving him? Six. Yeah, I'll go six. He let the game go. He did. There was no major wrong decision. Was there a decent refereeing decision? Wasn't he? he was it? I thought he was all right. Right. Now we move into Alex Neal's rating. Yeah. Now I thought he was quite concerned about this game. He was uh, very concerned about, you know, how we were going to do, um, and. I think his tactics were pretty good because he used Wesley as um, as a man to take the pressure off us, didn't he? Um, thought at the back we were quite solid. I would have changed the sub and brought Gale on. Not that I'm saying it's right, but I think we'll give him an eight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go on with a... That's, yeah, go on, I'll, I'll agree, I'll go on with an 8. There's too much agreeing this week, Ange, I'm not happy. But um, I'll go on with an 8. I thought he got his team selection right from the beginning. Um, I thought we controlled the game well. Quality breakthrough easily. I think they're putting the wing-backs higher up, stopped their wingers from breaking through easily, and we starved their wing play, which meant they had to go through the middle, where we had plenty of cover with Rose, Wilmot, and... Which is a good improvement compared to last season because last year, whenever we let teams break through the middle, it was that easy to get round as it was frightening, which is why we had such a bad season. But this season yeah. with Rose and stuff like that, I think we, I think we've got the right defensive mix there. So when we come up against good attacking teams like this, we can starve them if we need to. But I thought his subs were a bit iffy. Um, I didn't get the. I I would have brought the subs on earlier. Well, I, I I agreed with Pearson coming on on the 69th. I agreed that, but I just didn't agree with who he came on for. I thought Thompson was was really a, a, he was keeping the he was give, keeping the ball in our possession, and um, I just thought that Pearson should have come on for Laurent because he was he was on awful. He really was. He was such a he was such a poor component to that game. I thought the rest of the subs came on way too late. We didn't have any development in it. Or for me, we should have brought Gale on and, and wasted a bit of time in those last minutes just yeah, to ease it away, which is still something he's got to learn. But we can't go in too hard because we did win. And I, I'll be honest, I was at best hoping for a draw after the Ipswich result. So all credit goes to it. It's been a good game. And we're back up there. It seems like it's been a positive step forward, Ange. I know when we're talking, it doesn't seem like there is, but I think, <laughs> I think in the the way it's the way we're playing, we look like we're more ready for competition in the championship now compared to last season, where it was either we were good or we were dog rubbish. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that has been a step forward with the signings that we've made. Do you agree? I agree, because Vidigal, if he carries on the way he's going, we're, we're going to get a lot of money for him, as simple as that. And talking a lot of money, what's going on in the transfer window? There's rumours of a man in France called Lloris, is it, who could be coming to Stoke. He, he's, he's liking that deal. The right-back from Colchester's gone hot and then cold again. It's been quite quiet, Andrew. I'm surprised. What, what's happening? I honestly have heard nothing more, so you can only assume that there's some last-minute uh, 
talking going on and uh, maybe there's a hitch or maybe there's something that needs ironing out or, you know, you never know, do you? But we'll just have to wait and see. I'm sure there'll be three or four players coming before the end of the window. Well, there's talking that there's a, a signing that's going to be made of Thomas Cannon, a permanent one, eight million rising to 11, is it, or 12? I'm definitely not sure on that because I, th- I think that's all our budget in one go, isn't it, if we bring Cannon in? Have you learnt any more of Cannon and what kind of player he is? No. You haven't as well. Well, that's great research for the podcast, and you've done quite well there. Um, it's gone quiet on Cameron Archer, but apparently Middlesbrough have just put a £10 million bid in and it's been rejected. So, stoker out of that race. Bayram, there was a bit of heat in that again, and then it died again. What's going on with this right back from Colchester? This is the second time now apparently he's had a medical. What was happening? Again, I don't know. I'm hearing the same as you. I mean, I'm hearing Jodic or whatever his name is is close to signing. Lyris or whatever his name is. And, and Wunterberger are all supposed to be signing. But nobody's got them over the dotted line yet, have they? So I think we just have to be careful. I think we just have to be really careful and wait uh, and see what transpires because Alex Neal will be desperate for this two weeks to to go well for him. Uh, and um get the players in that he clearly knows we still need uh, we still need three or four players and he'll be desperate to get them in so people won't be just sitting back doing nothing we've just got to be patient well it's, it's going to be difficult these ones because apparently these are all going to be moneyed permanent signings so these are going to be players that, that could really be regular first team players I mean, everyone said that, but Ryan May's already been booted out of the team, so that's not that's not a great indication of what's been coming in. I I do agree. I don't want I don't want them rushing out and buying for the sakes of buying because there's money in the bank. I'd I'd rather them take the time and get good quality players in, like Vidigel, for example. What a steal that is! But Ryan May's the opposite from what I've seen so far. Um, I don't know about Berger. That one seems to have now gone quiet. Um, Trying to think anyone else who's been... We've been rumoured to another goalkeeper from Scotland. Is it Clark, Xander Clark? But I don't know how true that is. Um, and that, for me, I would then concrete that Travers is only going to be alone, which I don't want because I do rate Travers. I think Travers will be a good permanent sign if we can get him in January or something. But there's not a lot of talk apart from this Larry's. Now, this Larry's supposed to be a really good player. I don't know anything about him, I'll be honest, but I didn't know anything about Vidigal. So... What do we reckon? Do you reckon we should go out and throw the money, or is, will it be another bad decision like we did Rowett, where we just spend? I wouldn't be throwing. I wouldn't be throwing the money. Um, I I think we've got to be very careful for the next couple of years with who we throw money at. So I wouldn't be throwing money. But what about Cannon? So would would I? I'm definitely a no because I don't know enough enough about him. But eight million pounds seems a lot of money for an unt- untried exactly. striker. So I wouldn't be chucking money at them either. Well, that's the end of that then, Anne. So, anyhow. I just think we're at the stage of the transfer window now, Ian, where we have to trust the people. And look, we've we've had, what is it, 13 new players in, 12, 13 players in. Out of those players that have come in, we've got some good, one very good, and some that we're not quite sure of. So... I just think let's hope that these last three or four that come in are some very good and one brilliant. Because, you know, when you're in the transfer business, you're never ever going to get everything right or get everybody you want. And I'm 
sure they're working really hard to get these last few that they want over the line. Do you reckon it'll be a deadline day finish or do you reckon we'll... No, I think there will be a deadline day finish. And the other thing I think you've got to look at is that some of the younger players are now further down the pecking order than they were before. If you look at somebody like Blondie, right, he's, what is he now, third choice keeper? So he'll probably be loaned out. And you've got Tom Sparrow, who um, he hasn't he hasn't getting the chances he was. You've got loads of midfielder now, loads of midfielders for that. Liam McCarran, I mean, I don't know what's happened to him. I think he's injured again. And then you've got Lewis McCarry, who's got now Ocker Blues in front of him. And, and then the, the Mercurial DiMaggio Wright Phillips, who um, I think he's got a year left on his contract, but he seems to have gone completely out of the picture, doesn't he? And then you've got uh, Gail, who's just coming back from injury, Campbell, who's come back from injury, or is this week, Lewis Baker, who's got um, a, a bigger injury, and they'll all be above them too. Uh, so I just think we'll have quite a few going out of the younger players on loan, or maybe permanently. Uh, as well as players coming in. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, Tom Sparrow needs a loan, doesn't he, the lad does? I mean, he's, he's had the odd game here, there and everywhere, but he needs a good loan. He's a player, I think. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he goes, to be honest. Well, it'd be, it'd be a shame for him to go, because I've, I've, when I've seen Tom Sparrow, I think he's a, a decent young lad, isn't he? I think, he's, I think he just needs a good loan, because I don't want to see another Oliver Shenton. That's the thing I don't see where... He kept getting out on loan and loan and loan, and then he ended up in non-league. I think he plays at Leek now, doesn't he? Or yeah. or Andy yeah. Town, something like that. So I, I wouldn't like that. So I f- we just need to get some of these out on good loans. That that's the difficult yeah, part. And there's another player in Reading who I haven't said much about. He's a he's a right back. He's a quite a little frail fella, um, but my word, he puts a shift in, and uh, he he wouldn't be frightened to tackle a tank. I tell you, he's one of them lads I hope does really well. Yeah, there's a few like McCarry. He had a good loan spell, didn't he, in the Irish League? But let's be honest, that's that is like league level, to be honest. But yeah. he, but he did well with it. I just think McCarry needs a loan. I think I think there's five or six of that you that youth group because they aren't that young really anymore. And like in the twenties, no, no, they, they no, need a loan no. spell or go. It's simple as that. We've got to assess the ones that are worth it, like Sidibe who's been breaking into that team. We all know he's in that team because Baker's injured. But to be honest, I'd rather see Sidibe with Baker's performances last season. Um, nice to see Lowe on the bench, but I don't like how he's never getting an appearance when Ryan May's been nothing but rubbish. I'd rather see Lowe come in every now yeah. and again just to get him a bit of experience. But I'd say he, he needs a good loan. Um, so, Wright Phillips, I think, is dead in the water because last year he was around the team. Now he isn't. So I think that says everything. We're trying to get rid of him permanently. Campbell, it's up in the air if he's going to be staying, but I think he'll be staying now because of things that have been said. Gale, let's be honest, Gale's on the way out. I think we're just using him while we can, while we can, till we can bring a new striker in. Don't either Cannon or whoever that player is going to be. It's, so there is going to be a few outgoings, I believe. I think Blondie deserves a good loan because last year he went out on loan and sat on the bench and I don't understand why Stoke didn't cut that short. They should, when they had the opportunity to go, right, let's get this, this cut because he's not playing, I don't know why Stoke didn't. A lot of clubs do that where it gets to a halfway point, they go, well, you're not playing him, we'll have him back and we'll loan him out somewhere else. Um, but he needs games. and But we've got Fielding, we've got Bonham, 
who, yeah, will probably be gone at the end of the season, but we've still got them, so I'd rather see them in Blondie go out on loan and progress his career. So that's what it is for me. So at this moment in time, it has been quiet over the last couple of weeks, but I think it will kick back into gear within the next two weeks. I think there will be one or two coming in. And I think that's it for the transfer news. How did the women's team get on this week, Ange? You were there, you were following? Uh, it was a disaster yesterday. We lost 3-1 at West Brom. And I'm not going to use the excuse that we scored first and we were miles onside, it was given offside. And they were given the most ludicrous penalty I've ever seen in my life. And you can see all this online, by the way. Uh, I mean, everybody was laughing, apart from the girls on the pitch, because <laughs> one of their players went through the back of one of ours and he gave a penalty. Uh, apart from that, we didn't play very well and we have to put it right next week. But when you score first, it's disallowed and it's clearly miles on side. That changes the game. When you have a penalty given against you that clearly wasn't, that changes the game. And we lost. Anyway, we weren't good enough. We have to put it right. There's 13 new players in the squad. They need a bit of time to gel, but uh, very disappointed. It was uh, the tin hat on top of the uh, other performance of the other team, the women's team, yesterday. But these things happen and we have to put it right so it was a great day we're away at Northampton in the oh listen a lot of people went to watch us at West Brom thank you very much for that and we play uh, Northampton in the first round of the FA Women's Northern League Cup um, on Sunday if you live around Northampton come and watch us it's a 2 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it sounds good Andrew I mean, it doesn't sound good obviously the game I mean I thought we'd beat West Brom so we always beat West Brom you know, yeah, well, don't rub it in because I'm not in the best of moods. You're in a good mood, Ange. We've we've reached the final of the Women's World Cup. We've yeah, we didn't do well against West Brom, but Listen, we did. Can I just tell you, all those girls on the plane who have come home today, it won't mean a, that silver medal will not mean a thing to them. It, they will be desperately unhappy that they didn't win. Uh, there's no worse place losing than in the final, and it will be months before they even think that they did well. Anybody that's telling them they they should be proud of themselves at the moment, they'll just be paying lip service to it because it's a horrendous place to lose. It really is, and and they just ran out of um, you know the you know the story didn't end the way we all wanted it to, but um, we did our best and we're all disappointed. But we have to move on. And for those little girls and young boys that have seen it, I think it will be brilliant for football going forward for the men and the women. A quick question I've been asked to ask you is, if Alex Neal's sacked, would you like Weigman as the next Stoke manager? I think any football club will be silly not to have her or Emma Hayes. I think they're both great managers, um, and I think they'll do well in men's football should they get the chance. I, I mean, Emma Hayes, you've heard her on the radio, you've heard her on the TV. She's a very analytical person. Um, everybody really likes the fact that, you know, our manager of England has done well, so um, yeah, I would have no doubt with either of them. I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime. But yeah, I wouldn't mind it at all, would you? I would. I would definitely take it. <laughs> I mean, well, her record's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, two straight World yeah, Cup both. finals. I know she lost both, yeah. unfortunately, but yeah. but she did win the Euros as well against all odds as well. I mean, even you said you didn't see us getting past the quarterfinals of the World Cup and went to the final with two of his best yeah. players injured as well. So she knows yeah, the score. Says a huge amount for for the character of the team and and the squad we've got. So look, all in all, it's very disappointing to to not get over the line at the end. 
you have to say Spain played really well. Um, and and that's that's just the way life goes at times. Some of those players will come back. Some of them will never play in a World Cup final again. I don't think Lucy Bronze will. Uh, and she looked particularly crestfallen at the end. Everybody did their best. And it's, it's not a small effort to get to a World Cup final. And they'll always remember that in the years to come, but not quite now. They've inspired everybody. They've made everybody dream. They've given everything they could. And as I say, they've lit a spark for, for youngsters in the future. And the most important thing when you're playing isn't just winning. It's leaving a legacy afterwards. And they've left a legacy. You're the same as me, sick of Spain. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the place I am now. Why do they just keep dominating every sport we like? I, I hate it. I hate how they do it all the time. You know, they, they dominated international football a while ago, didn't they? And then they, they create a great tennis player that beats everybody. And I, I don't know how they do it, really, because it is, it is a very poor place, really, in Spain to produce top players like this. I mean, the England's women's team's funded better than any, apart from America, I think. I think it's good signs. I, I, I do believe that... I do believe that there's an opportunity there, but it was great to see the crowds in the Women's World Cup. It was it, it packed houses all the time. And what I was going to ask you is, how can we convert that from the women's international game? Because I can understand international, because everybody gets into it, everybody loves it, because it's, it's your country. But how can we convert that from international to club sides? Well, it, it has to filter down. It takes a little bit of time. It has to filter down from the top. It's more money is needed, um, and it will happen. You just need a bit of governmental help as well, which we've not had so far. But trust me, it will make a massive difference to um, to football in this country. And, and as I said earlier to somebody today, uh, there was a report that came out last month: eight hundred and sixty thousand girls aren't able to do sport at school. 860,000 girls miss out on sport at school. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's not well, far it, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. If, if boys play sport and they weren't allowed to, to take part in sport, right, they'd be, they'd be trouble. I mean, there's no 860,000 girls missing out on team sports because they haven't been born a boy. How bad's that? It's just injustice. And it will change. Angst, don't get me started on, on schooling. Honestly, I feel that school's a complete waste of time, to be honest. I mean, why, why have you got to go to school for 16 years for it all come down to an hour exam? That that's the There's so much to it, but sports... It's a, it's a great way out for women and boys, and I don't understand well for girls and boys. I'm just hoping that in, I don't know, four or five years, it'll start evening its way out a bit. But it, it's it's going to take time, isn't it? But there's got to be that interest in the club sides that then feeds it up. Because the, I think the international, it's not far off there, to be honest, because the crowds proved that. It was rammed every time I watched a game. So yeah. it, it's, it's getting there, Angie. It's moving slowly, but it's moving it's positive, positive thinking. It is moving, Ange. Yeah. And, and you know, you talk about England, uh, there'll be a lot of differences in somewhere like Spain too because I think Spain are the first team to ever hold the under-17, under-20 and World, Women's World Cup titles at the same time, which proves that they, they're doing things quite well as well. 
Well, they always do, don't they? That's the thing that annoys me about Spain. They always seem to have a great way of doing things. But good, good at the moment, their men's team is awful. So I'll, I'll take that. But anyway, Andrew, is there anything else you want to cover before we finish? Well, I think we're finished. I hope everybody enjoys this week and I look forward to chatting to you next week after we've uh, beat the Gary Rowett 11, hopefully. Gary Rowett, King Rowett. Oh, we'll take that crown off him, don't you worry. Thanks for listening. Cheers, bye.